Back with you on the drive, 1700 The Champ, as we get ready for Thanksgiving. And, of course, Black Friday right afterwards. If you're not shopping, you can be in front of the television all day watching football. It's a good place to be. That's where Wolfgang and I will be watching Iowa-Nebraska to get it started 11 o'clock on Fox. And joining us to talk about that game and a whole lot more in college football from ESPN, it is Mitch Sherman. Mitch, good afternoon. How are things in Omaha? It's a nice warm day. A lot better than the last two Saturdays here that were, uh, I don't know, down around like 10 degrees, wind chill, snow. Um, I hope the uh, football playing weather is a bit nicer in Iowa City on Friday, but uh, I hear the chance of rain is is uh, is there. It looks that way, certainly a possibility. It's going to be a wet one in Kinnick Stadium. Well, let's start first with Nebraska and what we saw last week in the win against Michigan State as this team continues to make improvements, a 9-6 victory in the snowstorm, uh, the wind's all over the place. It was a depleted Michigan State offense and an offense with the kid here locally from West Des Moines Valley and Rocky Lombardi running the ship mm-hmm. at quarterback. Are, is there a concern that some of the Nebraska fan base and some of the beat writers are maybe overstating holding Michigan State to six points. Look, the defense has been dreadful, I get that, but don't you have to put some perspective here how Michigan State got to that six and the circumstances surrounding it? Yeah, I mean, it was a horrible day for offense. Um, (laughs) There's really just no other way to describe it. No touchdowns in the game. I mean, Nebraska's offense was was putrid for the most part. Michigan State's offense was, as you mentioned, uh, without key players, without L.J. Scott, who's been gone for a long time, the running back, without Brian Lewerke. Um, I think Lombardi's going to be a good player. You guys know him probably better than I do, but what I've seen from him this year is a guy who's going to need some time. Obviously, he's more of a runner than what they have in Lewerke. And this was a good day for that. It was not a good day to throw the ball, or at least it was a better day to run. But, um, you know, I would say Nebraska defensively did do some good things in that game against what's just not – they're going to see a much better offense against Iowa than what they saw against Michigan State. And, 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 and more than just the six points and, and you know, winning, winning a low-scoring game, which you didn't, you didn't think you would see in Scott Frost's first year – um, it was just the, the ability to, to be competitive and, and, and go toe-to-toe in a game like that. Nebraska has not shown the toughness, frankly, for quite a long time to, to be able to be in that kind of a game. It suited Michigan State's style better, for sure. And, you know, Michigan State came out and tried to punch Nebraska in the mouth, I think literally with some, some, uh, some tough play in the early portions. And, the fact that Nebraska was still there to respond and score nine points in the fourth quarter and win that game, that more than anything I, th- I think is what has people excited. And it, that more than anything makes a statement about the progress that this team and this program has made in year one. Just to be able to still be in that game and not be down 23 to nothing going into the fourth quarter, which is like 50 to nothing on a regular day. Have it only be six to zip, and then and then uh, the comeback came when the with the wind at their backs in the final fifteen minutes. Hey Mitch Wolfgang, good to talk to you, sir. Appreciate you coming on. Um, over in Nebraska, do they care about this Iowa rivalry or not? It seems like the people over here do. When I'm over in Nebraska, it seems like these are obviously people that are connected to me and know I'm from Iowa. Uh, what's your take on what they think about this uh, Iowa Nebraska rivalry? Well, I mean, are you talking about the fans or the or the or within the team? 
Sure, I, I sure. Think the answer similar on both. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely, the, both of them. Yep, team and uh, yeah, the fans. I, yeah, I mean, I think if you're from Iowa and you come to Nebraska and you try to engage Nebraska people in conversation about the Iowa rivalry or the Iowa series, you're probably going to get a um, you know a watered down version of what they actually think. You're probably going to still get some Nebraska people who want to say, "Nah, this doesn't mean anything more to us than a regular game," but. Um, and the reality is that I believe it does. I believe it does just for the geographical and, you know, neighborhood consequences. People that people from Nebraska and I, there, there's, there's lots of Iowa people who, who live in Nebraska and, vi- and vice versa. So they care about it. Um, in the, in the locker room, I think it's growing quite a bit. You heard Gerald Foster, the Nebraska captain, who's a Lincoln kid, make the comment about how he couldn't wait to beat Iowa, um, in the, in the moments after the Michigan State game. Um, you no, know, last year, in, in certain years for both of these teams in the, the 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 trajectory of this series, there have been there have been specific games that I think where the air was just let out of it. I mean, last year it was obvious what was about to happen that Nebraska was going to fire its coach. The team had just been put through the ringer through through the year, beaten up and down the field. They were they were they were wasted. They were a tired group that had basically quit. And you saw that in the way the game went. And despite having the same record coming into the game this year that it did a year ago, it's a, it's an opposite kind of feeling around the program. I mean, part of that is just it's year one of a coaching regime instead of the last year of a coaching regime. And, uh, you know, with that has come a lot of energy. And then they've won four of their last five. And, uh, there's excitement about Iowa. I think there's, there, Nebraska felt when it lost to Ohio State and came back home, that it was like a little three-game season. And you had Illinois, which was clearly the worst of the three programs left on the schedule. Go take care of that at home as a primer. Then you have Michigan State, not knowing the weather was going to be like that and such a huge factor. It was a step up in competition. Then you had Iowa on the road, where Nebraska hasn't won this year, and it's been a measuring stick for this program for quite a while in Lincoln now, really for a lot of the time that Nebraska's been in the Big Ten. So just that alone. Um, I think makes this game mean a lot to the fans in Nebraska and certainly to the players and coaches too. All right, Mitch, let's go from the uh, local level and broaden things here a little bit, and let's stay, though, in the Big Ten with the game, Michigan-Ohio State. Wolverines and Buckeyes, for the first time in a long time, Michigan is favored in this matchup. It's in Columbus. We've seen the cracks of this Ohio State team, yet here they sit at 10-1 and with everything going on. It feels like Michigan is a better football team. What do you anticipate we're going to see 11 o'clock on Saturday morning? I get the sense we're going to see the good Ohio State. It's that, it's a, that team has been hiding for much of the last month or so. Really, I expected that Ohio State would do would respond in similar fashion a year, like it, as it did a year ago when, when the Buckeyes were clobbered by Iowa. Um, they came back with a vengeance mm-hmm. and played great football for the rest of the Big Ten season. And I thought we'd see a similar thing after the Purdue loss this year, and it has not been that way. Ohio State didn't look good at all against Nebraska. Was lucky to get out of uh, its home stadium with a win in that game, or or at least you know it was it was a coin toss in the second half at times. Um, and hasn't looked it did not look good at all in going to Maryland last week. I would say definitely fortunate to win win that one fifty two to fifty one. But I think we're going to see. Um, I don't know about the real Ohio State because I don't know what the real Ohio State is, but I think we're going to see the Ohio State team that that when they've been at their best, that the, the group that's on the field then. Because it's Michigan and because the end is in sight and they know what's in front of them, they win this, and they're, they're, 
basically in a in a one game playoff to make the college football playoff or or very likely in in that spot. So I think we'll get we'll get the best of Ohio State. I I still think Michigan is is good enough to beat that team though. I just think this Michigan team with the way that it runs the ball and the way that it plays defense is perfectly set up to go on the road and win this game. That wasn't the case probably early in the year. Uh, for instance, when Michigan lost at Notre Dame, um, they were a much better team at home. But I think they've matured to the point now where it doesn't really matter if they're at their best. Uh, they're better and can beat even a good an Ohio State team that's playing well. Yeah, Mitch, close your eyes. Um, Trent and I have talked about this just a smidge and not very much at all. So I'm interested in your take on this. Close your eyes just for a second. Not if you're driving, please. If not, if you're driving, but if Harbaugh loses this game, Mitch, dot, 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 what's going to, I mean, can you talk about what you're going to be talking about and writing and what every single show is going to be and what the Michigan fan base, can you uh, encapsulate that into uh, your uh, thoughts here? Yeah, it's a huge disappointment. It's, in fact, it's more of a disappointment for Michigan to lose this game than it is for Ohio State, which is strange because it's been the reverse, I think, for many of the last, many, much of the last generation. Um, with Ohio State winning 13 of the last 14, most of those games have been games that Ohio State should win and would have been more disappointed if they lost than, than, than Michigan. It's, it's the reverse here in part because of the way the two teams have played this year, but also because this is the build, it's the, the build up for this. This is, this has been the perfect scenario for Michigan, um, other than losing week one. Uh, it's been the perfect scenario this fall. Ohio State is, is like, a, like a soap opera every week over there in Columbus. All kinds of distractions, injuries, of, of, of a high first-round pick, deciding to cut his career short, um, you know, the struggles that they've had, but they've stayed relevant. So it's not like Michigan is going to get criticized for beating this downtrodden Ohio State team if they win. They're still 10-1. and one. They're still a formidable team. They're still a team that's ranked high and has aspirations to win a national championship. So that just sets up perfectly for Michigan uh, because you know everything is on the line. They get full credit for this win if they can get it, get it done. And if you have all that buildup and then they go and lay an egg in this, in this game, I mean, it, it's just it's it's like you just take all the air out of the balloon. Their 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 season's over. You know you're going to go play in the Rose Bowl if Ohio State makes it to the playoff, but it's not even going to. It's just going to be a disappointment. So, um, what are we talking about? I mean, we're talking about still about how Jim Harbaugh's never going to get over the hump and how Urban Meyer just owns him. So um, that's not a real nice thought to send the Wolverines into the, into the off season with. So I, I think all that and more is is riding on this game for Michigan. Huge one there, a huge one in the Big 12. Texas gets Kansas. Boy, uh, the powers that be down in Texas, look at that scheduling that they get. On the other side, you get West Virginia against Oklahoma. What do you expect to see with the Mountaineers and Sooners? Yeah, that's the game that I thought you meant when you said huge one in the Big 12. You went to, you went to Lawrence on me, which is... Uh, <laughs> Les Miles is not coaching this game, so um, and, and it, even if he was, I would not expect a whole lot from the Jayhawks. But you know they'll try to send David Beatty out on a good note, I'm sure. Um, and I will incidentally be at that game to see Texas and if they can close it out um, in Morgantown uh, Friday night. Expect uh, kind of a brawl. Um, I expect West Virginia to just throw everything they've got, everything in the book at Oklahoma, even after that disappointment and the loss in Stillwater last week. West Virginia still has a lot to play for, can still make the Big 12 championship, can still win a conference title, which hasn't been done since the Mountaineers have joined that league. So the playoff hopes are 
are uh, are, are are out. But uh, West Virginia can still accomplish a lot, and uh, they're going to. You know, I think I think it's going to be a super entertaining game. It's going to be like watching Monday Night Football from 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 this last week, and I wouldn't wouldn't be shocked if they put up as many points uh, as as the Chiefs and Rams did. So that will probably be of all the games this weekend the one where if you just want to see entertainment and craziness on the field, where you could expect anything at any time. To me, that's the game to watch, and of course, it's great because it has a lot of implications too. With uh, as I mentioned, West Virginia um, doing being able to accomplish something historic, and Oklahoma. Uh, still in the conversation for the for the uh, college football playoff. Yeah, Mitch, how much changed over this last week with Alabama with you? Um, I know there's some analytics out there that now all of a sudden have Clemson as a small, small, small favorite if they play. Have you changed your opinion, or um, do, you, do you think those analytics are a little bogus, or what do you think? Yeah, I've not changed my opinion that Alabama's the best team. And I was somebody asked me this morning if I take Alabama or the field to win the championship, and I kind of shocked my because it's almost always the field right. that kind of yeah. a question it's like one team against you know well not a hundred but there's you know eight or nine others that can make the college football playoff it just seems statistically you would say the field and i said alabama um and i know that goes against the analytics probably i think they're that good when they're playing their best and i i think that that's what we've seen from nick i i trust that nick saban is going to have alabama playing its best in these last four games if, if they get that far uh, that's that's you know he's he's earned that we've seen it so much. Alabama was not at its best last week against the Citadel, and if you're basing your evaluation of Alabama and its national championship hopes on what you saw last Saturday, well then I don't I don't really know what to tell you because I think that's just a that's a silly thing to do. They, that was not that was not Alabama out there playing national championship caliber football. They you know how do you get up for that game even if you're Alabama? And you seemingly are robot robotic and can get up for any game. That's you know these guys are human, and uh, they're allowed to uh, you know to be a little bit lethargic against a, a team like that. So you'll see the real Alabama, I'm sure, this week against Auburn, next week against Georgia, and I expect them to to roll. Um, the, the 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 wild card, of course, is Tua Tagovailoa and that knee. If it continues to give him problems, and you know he's hobbled and and is not himself, can't step into throws. Then yeah, they're a, they're a completely different team. I take the field then. I may take Clemson then in a one game spot. But uh, uh, if he can be healthy, then you know offensively, defensively, everything they put out there is uh, to me the best team in the country. Championship games uh, next week, and well, from your Omaha outpost, I know you do a lot here in the state of Iowa. You think ESPN's going to send you to Iowa State, Drake? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Hopefully not. Know, I, I, I can tell. I, I can see, see your fingers crossing. I don't want to see that game. That, oh. When that one came across my screen yesterday, oh. uh, I thought, "Well, um, yeah, this is." I mean, non-scholarship program, huh? Yeah. I mean, it'd be yeah. interesting to it'd be interesting to get inside the minds of those Drake guys, and and, and I wonder about the conversation that went into uh, you know how they decided to, to accept that game. And uh, I hope nobody gets hurt for the for the Bulldogs, but uh, good for them for for taking on that challenge. And uh, it's unfortunate for Iowa State that they have to. Uh, and, and nothing against nothing against Matt Campbell and, and what I know that, that he wants his kids to have a chance to win nine games mm-hmm. and to be able to play a twelfth regular season game. And it's not their fault that there was a storm on September first. It's not their fault that Incarnate Word uh, <laughs> made the FCS playoffs. So you got to do what you got to do. 
but I hope they play the backups for about three quarters in that game. Thank you. Yes. Can't Scott come over? They they got some teams guys over there from Omaha. Who who's the power of Omaha high school football? <laughs> Omaha Burke. Burke. Uh, my alma mater, one that undefeated, won the uh, Class A state championship on Monday night at Memorial Stadium. So I'm glad to give them a uh, a pat on the back. Yeah, they've got guys. They've got a number of guys. Two committed to Nebraska who are top 100 players or top wow. 200 players nationally, a couple others in the class of 2019. So they have players, who, many, several, like a handful of guys who will own scholarships, and not a single guy on the Drake roster can say that. So uh, <laughs> while I'm confident Drake would be able to beat uh, a high school, any high school team yes. from uh, from the state of Nebraska or Iowa. Listen, there are better players on a high school field than than, than uh, you will see at Jack Trice <laughs> Stadium on one sideline a week from Saturday. So uh, again, go easy, Matt Campbell. Absolutely, Mitch. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, and uh, you're getting things started here. That's what you do on a Wednesday. Hope you uh, what going to see some old friends. Is that normally the day before Thanksgiving? What you're working to do here today? Yeah, just some buddies getting together and. Uh, and uh, relaxing a little bit before we go go our our, uh, our separate ways tomorrow, and then I'll be back at work on Friday. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Mitch. All right. Take care. Have a good Thanksgiving, guys. Same to you. Thanks, Mitch, Mitch Sherman joining us from ESPN.com as we look around college football. We'll take the break here, coming back with more as we continue. It's The Drive on 1700 The Champ. All right, Wolfgang, as we are back here, big thank you to Mitch Sherman for joining us. Great conversation on what we're going to see coming up in college football this weekend. College basketball will continue. The the odd timing of things leading into the NBA tonight. We got, of course, Gonzaga-Duke going on right now. And uh, Iowa State earlier today, great performance out of them against San Diego State. Jumped out early, and they got the victory. Uh, as we get ready for tonight, Iowa basketball, Alabama State, a terrible swag team. What are you looking for this evening out of the Hawkeyes? I know you're probably, maybe there's people listening that don't get why this is awesome to me. Cause I really want to watch it because I want to continue to see them grow as a basketball team, as what Fran is trying to preach to them. Are they going to continue to play basketball that the way they're supposed to? I mean, I, to me, that's interesting. It, was this just a two-game Whoop-de-doo, okay, we saw the ceiling. We saw what Iowa could possibly do if they actually care and they try really, really hard. Or is this kind of who they are now? Is this their DNA? Is this Has Coach Fran gotten them to understand every single play on defense, um, every single block out? I mean, obviously you can't play 100% every game. I'm not asking for that. But I'm. I, we saw something in those two games, Trent, that I'm sitting there watching, and it brought a smile to my face. I'm talking to other Hawkeye fans, and after that Iowa loss, we were all down, and I, every Hawkeye fan I knew was sick and tired and ready for it to end, and, oh, we got to go to basketball. Oh, my God. <laughs> and look what happens, and now everybody's giddy, man. Mm-hmm. They're, like, skipping around. It's weird. And that's one of the great things about being a sports fan is you don't really know. You think you know, but you don't always really know. And this is an Iowa team that I, Trent, to me, I have plenty of things that I can watch, and I will watch this right up with my nose to the TV watching this, and and see what they're doing on defense. Are they going to continue to play as one, give effort, and there's there's a, and watch the bench, and you watch them, and you smile, and you see the high fives, and you see them talking, and you see them flexing and chest bumping, and man, it just it makes me want to watch. It doesn't matter who they're playing. Alabama, Alabama State, Alabama A&M, I don't care. 
It, it does interest me for some reason, Trent. It sounds like you were kind of mocking me. Well, it's it's Alabama State. And what's the environment going to be inside of Carver today? I wouldn't Anything other than the greatest environment you've ever seen in college basketball? You mean? Not exactly Cameron Indoor with Carolina coming in. It's, it's The day ag- before Thanksgiving. Coming off what happened last week. I expect, I expect a flat effort out of Iowa tonight. It's not going to matter because Alabama State's terrible. But coming off what we saw last week, huge program-changing, perhaps, victories against Oregon and against UConn, not to be too hyperbolic. Are either of those teams great? No. But good, solid wins. Oh, I think so, yeah. And and gives now some hope for this season. I, I don't think you're going to see a great effort out of Iowa tonight. Now, will it matter? I don't, I don't think it will. Iowa could show up, play left-hand, and I think win this game by 20. That's how bad Alabama State is, but it sets up for them going forward, happening next week. Pitt, who got a win today over St. Louis. Okay. A lot of freshmen, very young, but like I told you, Pitt's going to be better. Not great. Better in the ACC. They might win three games this year. They won zero <laughs> last year. That's right. Ooh, whole three games. Um, But next Friday, Wisconsin. Wolfgang, are you going to Carver for that one? Maybe we should, let's do the show over there next Friday. What do you say? You want me to be positive about Carver Hawkeye Arena? Let's go. Let's go have fun. Trent, I get Let's I, fight. You know people in Iowa City. Get a bar to sponsor us. We'll head over there. We'll do the show for two hours. And we'll bounce over to Carver. I, I want to give that place another chance. Because that needs to be... Yes, tonight's going to stink. That needs to be a great environment. It's a great start to the basketball team. You got Wisconsin coming in. The Badgers look to be back and, and improving immensely from what we saw out of them a year ago. That needs to be a great environment. Yes. Let's get people pumped up about it. Oh, you make you make some phone calls this weekend. See if you can get us over there. All right, there's there is your number one priority. By a week from Friday, you have us lined up for a spot to do the show in Iowa City from four until six next week. That would be kind of fun. It actually it would, be, would be. We got the wig and pen. That'd be fun. Yes. Um, we got the airliner. We got what else? The sports column. Brothers. Come on, help me out here, brothers. Is Never Jake been a- still around? <laughs> Jake's. You probably, that, you probably, are you being serious? I love Jake's. That was my spot. That's for real around still? I don't know. I asked. <laughs> you think I've been in the bars and I was in Joe's place is the only place <laughs> I frequent when oh. I make my way back. You Well, I, I think we talked about this before. You were more of a Vito's kind of guy. You went to Bo James. Yeah, you did. No, I kind of went to, I was a little bit everywhere. I wasn't, I didn't really have one spot. Really, it was Ponchero's because that was the first. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was, was my place. place. That's that where the dark I was. What are you guys doing tonight, man? Burritos, baby. Burritos. <laughs> it's the only way to do it. Only Chicks love <laughs> burritos. <laughs> All right. There, there's your agenda. So that is what you have to do. And in the break, though, don't start right now because you got to get your picks ready. Coming up next. Okay. Our world oh, famous picks against the point spread. We start each week with $1,000 in fake money. Wolfgang's up $800, even after a losing week. I'm up 50. It's not good. It's better than the alternative. Yeah. But I'm up 50. We'll see how this week goes. we got got $1,000 to play around with. We'll make picks, and we'll do it next year as we continue. It's The Drive on 1700 The Champ. Trenton Wolfgang back with you on The Drive, 1700 The Champ. And as we do each and every week, final segment of the week, it is time for our picks. It had been off to a wonderful start, Wolfgang. We both have been making money. Everything was feeling great. And then last week happened, straight cash homie went right out the window. You're costing people money. What what did you what happened last week? And I don't how bad was it? 
You lost four hundred dollars. Yeah, that's bad. I also lost four hundred dollars. I'm not proud of myself. Now right on now, the man. season, you're still up eight hundred bucks. Okay, that's I'm still not happy. I'm up fifty bucks. Okay, I'm on the plus side. I'm in the black, but barely in the black. Oh man, that kills kills me. So let let's peel back the curtain here. So I come back in as we're getting ready to start the show today. Wolfgang's on the telephone, and I don't know who he's talking to, and he's there, and he's jibber-jabber, and he's, I'm not sure about that. Oh, he said that? What about this game? <laughs> go, girl. So what What was going on over... Now, this isn't your own thought process. Now, who are you... Are you calling Lee Sterling? It's the Oklahoma clan. I'm talking... Can I bet 300 bucks on Oklahoma or I cannot? Can I? Because that's what I want to do, Trent. Ah, I'm ready to, the, to do it, and I can't... You're going to the Oklahoma I'm, asked, I'm trying to find out, is this a good bet or not? I want to put 300. That's a lot. That I don't, I've never bet more than 300 mm-hmm. in one of our segments. I think I did it once, maybe for an Iowa game or something. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure I did it at least once. But that's a lot of money out of 1000 because right. we only have 1000 to do here. So I'm trying to find out what they're thinking, Trent, what they're, how they're feeling about Oklahoma so at So this isn't you, that you. What you're telling is you're up $800, but it's not your actual picks. Oh, you're, yeah, you're, they're you're, my picks. You're, you're just taking other people's advice for it. No, I, no, I mean, it's easy. It's no, easy to do it that way. Actually, you know what? I, I'm not even joking. So I already know what I'm going to pick, and <laughs> I just see if they're going to oh. basically reinforce what I already think. Do you like that? Do you like? To I get... like people to tell me I'm right. I do. Do you, do you not like that? But you're going to Oklahoma fans for it. That's the wrong place to go. Oh, you come to me. I'll tell you I was going to lose. I told you I don't like. But for the mo- but that's you. I mean, I I feel like in the same vein. You just go to every whatever fan it is. That's not always the case. That's a dangerous proposition. I think you're I think you're swimming in some dangerous waters over there, Wolf. These, these are some dudes walking the ped mall that I'm just walking up to. I know these people. I know they yeah. know their sports. I've watched it with them. Yes. I'll find out. You can if- know sports and not know your own team, though, as it pertains to betting. Oh, and, and I'll find that out. But I already, I'm not going to bet against Oklahoma, is what I'm saying. Ever? No, no. Right now on this game, what I will bet is I'll go Oklahoma minus the two at West Virginia. If I find out differently, I just won't bet on it. Does that make sense? Makes sense. I just, like, if they say something, man, I wouldn't do that. For real. I wouldn't do that. Then I won't do it. Mm -hmm. I won't go the opposite. I am going to either bet on on Oklahoma minus the two at West Virginia, or I'm not going to bet on it. That's where I go. You're going to have to lay two and a half. Across the board, it's two and a half. There are no twos. There are no twos. We're betting this in the afternoon. We're not betting it at noon when you're looking. We're not betting it at different times. This so I'm just gonna have to start coming in three hours early. No, I don't no, know. no, no. I'll no. wait till you walk in, and then do my pick, which means I have no preparation, and I'm going to have to. You have, have preparation. Fifteen games. Does does a half point? Yes, it does. You you believe that they're only they're winning by three, and that's it? You know what's so funny is I'm going to go with your point line, and then I'm going to lose three hundred bucks. That's going to be funny. If, that's that's going to be hilarious radio, and I want to do that. That's going to be funny to me. You got to lay the two and a half, and if they. Win this by two. They win it, I don't know, 78-76, because that's more than likely going to be the score of this stupid game. <laughs> they lose. I'll, I'll give you your money back. But we can't be. This is my problem, Wolfgang. My There's, problem is we're handing out lines that aren't real. I but, heard you guys had a line with Kenny today, and I went, what was your line with the Michigan-Ohio State game? It was three and a half when we were talking. Do I get that? No, because that was at that time. Oh, my God, for real. Yes. You, you can't. You can't put out false lines. That's that's my problem. If there was a two at a Vegas shop right now as I'm looking at it, I'm looking at it right now. As I look, 
And what I can will, I do? Can I screenshot it? Take a no, picture of it? No, because that's not when we do the show. That's not when we're handing out our picks. We're handing out our picks at the end of the program. That's the lines we go on. So that's you got you Michigan minus three and a half. Not not Monday like Dason Miller do. Not lines that are dead. We hand out picks as they happen. Because somebody wants to agree and they want to bet with you, Wolfgang. Well, then I'm going to have to they, have the whole screen in front of me at the time because a half a point does matter to me. It does and matter. And it's going to be a hum and a hum and a hum. I don't know, hum and a. Because, yeah, a half a point matters. Then your handicapping is not very good if oh, a half really? point matters I'm, I'm, that much. I'm plus 800. What you doing? How you doing? I'm a 50. <laughs> yeah, I'm not 50,000. All right. <laughs> $50. I'm a 50. All right. Hey, it's so, in the black. yeah, it does matter to me. It shouldn't. This is what I'm telling you. And this is my most important thing. I don't want to hand out steel lines. I, as somebody that is a better and listens to people, and I, I was giving you a hard time, it annoys the crap out of me when people are pitching lines that aren't available. Oh, yeah, it's easy if you're giving yourself an extra couple of points here and there. And that's the thing. Right now, there is not a Vegas shop where you can get the point spread at two. It's two and a half. It's two and a half everywhere. doesn't matter where you're gambling in Vegas. Every single shop that's listed, every one of them, has it at two I, and a half. Oh, I don't disagree with you. So I just looked. That, that's that's what I... That's. Do you understand my justification but I, yeah, I looked at, it? I probably looked at 11 before I went outside. Yeah, no, and I get that. But now all of a sudden you're saying... I. So when I the see difference those, between two and two and a half, yeah, yeah, it's we're, not even a key number. Which you guys that like to make money, Trent? Three. Let me tell you about guys that like to make money when we bet. Well, that matters likes to us. To make money. Okay, those half a points matter. Why whoa, do you think whoa, people whoa, buy whoa, half whoa, a points? Uh, yeah, come on, Trent. You got to get along. I mean, you could sit here and pretend like you know everything about this game. People buy half guys points because like they're not very good at math. Guys like me that make lots and lots of fake money. All right, let me tell you how we do it, Trent. If it was Class a, is in session, son. If, if it was a key number, if it was three or three and a half, or seven and seven and a half, I get it. But it's the difference between two and two and a half. That's the other thing here. It's only not a key manner, a key number until it is a key number. It's only, you know what I mean? You have to look for that stuff. There are certain things that will sway me one way or another. I'm interested like, to right, see your right. picks on some of this stuff. All right, cheater. So, all right, you make your own cheater. lies. No, I mean, no, I will give you my picks when I make them. Oklahoma. Nope. What what do you want? I mean, do you want plus seven? You want plus ten? That's we're just so making, rude. We're making a point spread. It was ten a.m. when I made my picks. But that's today. not what we're doing. It. We're doing it now. Okay, we will do it your way next week. And I want to apologize to everybody that's going to be listening because I'm going to be looking at every NCAA game, every NFL game, see if it swayed any. That's not going to be good radio. Not that It'll this is Trent, but <laughs> It'll be fine. So what's what's the point spread you're making up over there? Oklahoma laying two. Yeah, it was minus two, and what would be fair is maybe if I see there's only one book that has it. There might have been two, I think, that had it at minus two. Um, but yeah, I'll just I'll just start giving you my picks and say, hey, can you look this up right now? Unless you want, that's I will what do we it. do right here, right I, now. This right, is what the points you want is. this live looking at a computer screen. Okay, fair. That's it's going to be a lot of humming, humming. I'm not sure. Gee whiz, should I go with that? It might be good radio. I don't know. Why not? Let's try it. All right, so uh, you got your first pick. You, you you got Oklahoma in a fake line, minus two. <laughs> no. It isn't available to anybody. So you will, not, you will so, not make me feel bad about that. So I will take Iowa. I'll grab 17 and a half, plus 17 and a half. <laughs> really? Can well, I, I mean, introduce you to Tiff? You guys will get along well. We're, we're making up lines, so that's <laughs> what I'm going to so do. Bogus. And I, I'm going to put all $1,000 on it. There we go. So bo- I'm good. The, did you get how much money I put down on the Oklahoma game? 300 bucks. 300 bucks. Okay. 300. Oklahoma minus the two. Oklahoma's got to win by three. I also have a $300 bet. Really? I also have a $300 bet. This is the first time I've ever done this. 
as we play around with our fake thousand dollars. Give me five seconds. Give me five. I think I actually do know where you're going, and it surprises me. Where am I going? The only reason I know this is because I do a radio show with you, and you didn't say you were going to go this direction. It surprises me, though, because I'm not that way. Where am I going? Iowa. Black Friday. You are? Oh, yeah. I knew it. I was throttling Nebraska. This is not a good Nebraska team. Oh, they held Michigan State to six points. Look, Michigan State has had so many injuries offensively. It was played in a snowstorm. I mean, come on. It's going to be wet. I was going to throttle this team. They're better up front on both sides of the ball. This is a dominating victory. 38-10, 34-13. He is now a believer, folks, in Iowa. Last week, when it was 14-and-a-half, Iowa only had to, be, had to beat Illinois by 15 for him to win money. And who'd you take, Trent Conan? I took the Illini. And now, all of a sudden, you didn't think Iowa could beat Illinois by 15, but now you think they can beat Nebraska by 10. Illinois scored 35 two weeks ago on this crap Nebraska You defend defense. yourself. I dare you. Go. I just did. Say it again, please. Nebraska scored 35 points against this crap. Illinois scored 35 points. Illinois, 35 against Nebraska. You're making me feel better because we don't normally go hardcore at it like this. And of all the Iowa and Iowa State games, I think I've only missed one. 300 bucks on the Hawks. For real. So you're really liking that. So I was already going to take Iowa. I have Iowa here if you think I'm joking. I don't feel good about it, but you feel really good about I that. Do. You're jumping aboard with me. No, I was already at that. How, how much? How much you? 100, 100. 100 bucks. Yeah. 100 bucks. Yeah, I'm not going to go 300, but it makes me feel better about what I already was picking. All right. My next college wager, we go to Iowa State, K-State. I'm going to grab the 13 and a half with K-State. I just... It's an odd game. I'm going to I'm gonna bet on the ghosts and Bill Snyder. So I'm going to grab K-State in this one. That's the direction I'm going. And let me look what the line currently is, because where do you have this game? Well, I had ISU minus 13, so you mean you're taking K-State. Okay, so you said K-State, so you'd take K-State plus the 13 and a half. Um, That's where I saw it, and I'm looking now. 13. There's one 13 and a half out there. I'm not going to take fine. it, though. I'm not going to take it. This is what I like to do. Okay. 13. 13 is the number okay. we will use. It's going to be a little humming, humming us. 13. This is going to be fun next. I'm actually looking forward to next time we do this. It's not going to matter. It just hey, isn't. It's I've been not. making money, man. Paying bills. Yes, over, over three weeks. Trying to bills. do it over a course of a season. It's different. Okay. Yeah. Beating your chest over there. So you're taking K-State. Give me K-State. I'll grab the 13 for 100 bucks. You okay. got Iowa State. Yeah, I've got Iowa State down. Um, we'll go 100 bucks? Uh, yep, 100 bucks. Bucks. Don't don't feel good about either one of those Iowa or uh, Iowa State games. I just I've been good. I've only missed last week on Iowa State Texas. That made me mad. That was the time Trent they had to come through, get that win. I understand you can't win every win, but you don't. Iowa State's not going to always have that opportunity. I didn't even think it was even close. It, it kind of scared me a little bit, but. I'm going to take Iowa State uh, minus the 13. Yes. All right. Let's go to my next game. This is a $200 game. I don't get it. Michigan's a lot better football team. I get it's in Columbus. I get rivalry. I get all that. Ohio State has been, for a 10-1 team, they've looked awful, awful at times this season. And this goes back before the Purdue loss. I don't get it. I, I don't understand it. I don't understand this line. I think Michigan be, should be a substantial favorite, a touchdown or more. Obviously, it's not that way. So I'm going to lay the points with the Wolverines with confidence 200 bucks on that one. Okay, and what was your line? I saw minus 4 at 10 a.m., 10.30 a.m. Let's look and see where we are currently as I scroll through and find Michigan-Ohio State. 
Oh. And we go to Vegas Insider just for people that, I mean, there's what, yep. seven books there, Trent, that you yep. can kind of shop for uh, for lines and if there's only one that, that you want. Um, but that's where that's where we go. Uh, four and a halfs and fives. In fact, it's about split down the middle in terms of number. I'll go four and a half. All right, so I got to go four and a half if I want to take Michigan. Okay, I still feel good about it. I think I think I agree with you that Michigan is obviously the better team. It worries me the rivalry stuff. You never know what's going on. People are going to get into each other's heads. The pressure is all on Michigan. I think I've heard other people say differently. I don't know why they would think it's all on Ohio State. Everybody thinks that program is going in the toilet right now, Trent. Why would that pressure be on Ohio State? There's no pressure there. They've beaten Ohio State forever. Or, excuse me, they've beaten Michigan forever. All the pressure is on Harbaugh. And I will bring up something that I've said to you, I think, once, maybe. What if Harbaugh loses this game, Trent? What if Jim Harbaugh loses this game? If you don't think the pressure's on Michigan, I want you to say that to yourself. What if Jim Harbaugh loses to Ohio State, dot, dot, dot? Then tell me I'm wrong about with who the pressure is on most. Oh, it's big-time pressure. There's no doubt. And that's... I will be probably lie betting this game. If it's close into the second half, I'm probably going to grab Ohio State in the money line just because I think if it's tight. Yeah, it's, I agree with you. Yeah. It, you're going to be able to learn a lot. Live betting, always fun. So you're, you're agreeing with, um, so you're thinking either Michigan wins by a decent amount. Or- I, I think they throw. On the surface, I think Michigan wins this 28 10. I, I think they throttle them. But throttle. Wow. If okay. we get to the second half and it's 20 all. Then I'm grabbing Ohio State on live betting and grabbing because you'll the money feel line. the pressure yes. that Michigan yep. is. You will. Yep. I, you will. I'm serious. You will be able to feel that. So it's like I almost don't want to bet on this game because I think there's so much <laughs> drama in this. I don't even need to gamble on this. Love even this game. So it's going to be so much fun to watch oh, this. Trend. So good. Oh my gosh! How much you got on Michigan? Two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks on the Wolverines. All right, we're going to finish up here. I have uh, let's see, remaining four hundred dollars. All right, I'm getting into my teasers. Six point teaser. Okay. Two teams, six point teaser. You get an extra six points, but you got to hit both sides of it in order to win. This is my big one $200 on Alabama. So they go from a 24 point favorite down to an 18 point favorite against Auburn and Notre Dame. It's 18 as of right now? It's 24. Oh, excuse me. Okay, gotcha. It goes down to 18 in the teaser and Notre gotcha. Dame. And I take them from 10.5 down to 4.5. Alabama minus 18, Notre Dame minus 4.5. Sure. A little playoff. For a couple hundred bucks in that one. Another teaser to the NFL I go. I'm going with the Brownies up to nine. They're a three-point dog right now against Cincinnati. Bengals going the wrong way. They've lost four of the last five. I'll take Cleveland off a bye plus nine. And I'm going to flip the Steelers around. They're a three-point favorite in Denver. Get the six. Now they're plus three against the Broncos. I don't think I'm going to need it, but I'll grab it just in case. Pittsburgh plus three. Cleveland plus nine. Teaser number two. That one for $100. And my final one, a Thanksgiving special. Get out the turkey. <laughs> Straight we, cash, homie. Come on. Break we, out the gravy, Trent. Let's we go. start with the Lions. I like this a lot more before the Trubisky injury started to move this line. I, I always had a bad feeling for the Bears in this spot. Second time in three weeks against the Lions, coupled with short rest, coming off the Sunday night game into Thursday, 1130, all those different factors. Um, that's why instead you don't get a full three, three and a half like you were earlier this week after the Trubisky news, down to two and a half. So I'm going to tease it, Detroit up to plus eight and a half, along with the Cowboys down to a point. They're a seven-point favorite, bring it down to a point, do that for $100. So your Turkey Day teaser special, 
Detroit plus eight and a half, Dallas minus one. Those are my picks. My $1,000 is wasted, and I'm sure it'll be right out the window. Can I ask you what the Trubisky uh, breaking news that he's semi-injured? Yeah, he's doubtful. We're not really 100% sure. What's his name from ESPN, who's usually pretty credible? It doesn't sound like he's... He's really all that healthy and might probably sit out this game. We'll have to check as we, as we go along here. But that that's one I'm staying away from. I think you told me earlier in our gambling history, Trent, that you don't necessarily stay away from when a, a quarterback, a starting quarterback is injured because it doesn't make that much of a difference. I still, Injuries it makes me squirm. It makes me squirm a little bit still. You know yeah. what I mean? You but, know, Detroit's got a couple injuries themselves. You know, they're going to be without... Carry on Johnson, who's been unbelievably good at running back for them from what they've had at the running back position for 20 years, and now they're going back to the Zenner kid from South Dakota State. He'll be your starter against the Bears D. Good luck there. Uh, all right, what do you got left? How many bets you got? Okay, we, we got to fire through these. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Texas at Kansas. Texas minus 14 and a half. Is that what we got, Trent? I'll find it. Keep going. You got Texas. All right. I got Texas for 100. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers minus three at Denver. We got Pittsburgh Steelers for 100. They're looking good, man. They've been coming on. They've been sticking to it. I just want them to stick it to Le'Veon Bell. I'm actually maybe rooting for the Steelers to win it all. I've never been a fan, but I, I think that'd be so cool and so funny. And then uh, let's go for, uh, we got a bet with the family, Trent, that they helped me with this one. They actually did help me with this one. Um, I was going to pick this anyway, but Washington at Washington State, yeah. minus two and a half. Do you have an opinion on that? I'm surprised you did not. I thought you might like that game a little bit. It was what? it was one of the games that I crossed out as I had to get back under $1,000. I did have that part of it. Okay. Uh, I was on the Washington side. Y- yes. Was- oh, you were. Interesting. I'm taking, I'm sorry. Did I say I'm taking Washington State? You're taking Washington State. Minus okay. two and a half for 100. So I, I did get down to 1,000. I was going to bet 200 on that Pittsburgh Steeler at Denver game. Yep. But I went down to 100 to get to 1,000, obviously, because that's all we bet every week. Straight cash, homie, bet the farm. You got to feed them pigs. You got to <laughs> feed them hogs. Have a good Thanksgiving. We are out of here. Be good, Wolfgang. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, man. We'll talk on Monday. Thanks to everybody out there for listening. Have a great Turkey Day. Triple header of football here on 1700. The Champs starts tomorrow with the Lions and the Bears. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you on Monday.